0: So, welcome to this Wisdom Talk. Today, I want to talk about Skyrim, because the first point I have on my script here is where did this come from? Where on earth did this come from? And I was actually, because I was playing it, well, last night, and uh, I was realizing that this game, as of November 11th, 2022, is 11 years old. Just think about that for a minute. We've been playing this game... Well, some of us have been playing this game for 11 years. That's just crazy to me. That's... That... As the title says, the ultimate testament to replayability. And... You probably already know the answer if you've played it before. But... When did I start playing? I started playing when... The special edition came out. I remember getting it for Christmas one year because when when it when it had first came out, I had I really had no interest. I although I did play Fallout. I play I played Fallout's three and New Vegas back to back, and didn't even touch the Elder Scrolls series. I didn't touch um, Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion until a few years ago, and even then, I, I never actually went through and beat it because I went back to Skyrim. (laughs) And... um, It's... It's hard to describe how... insanely beautiful the game still is. Even though it's 11 years old and it's been pre-released and pre-released and pre-released several times over. But... There's really no way to... You'd really have to either play it or just look up screenshots just to see how absolutely gorgeous this game can be. Just, just vanilla. Just, it does, you don't have to have any mods to appreciate how beautiful the game is. Now, mods certainly do make the game. Well, can certainly make the game look better. There are there are the other end, of, the other end of the spectrum. With mods which are completely ludicrous, uh, like adding Thomas the Tank Engine as dragons, um, or Randy Savage, that's a fun one. Um, There are also there are also some that are adult. There there are a lot of adult mods. Uh, Unfortunately, they're mostly not available on console. They're mostly available on PC. Well, they're probably all available on PC, but not console, because Bethesda does mod support for consoles through the game itself, so. I don't know. Another thing to discuss would be the soundtrack. The... Uh, Jeremy Souls soundtrack. I, I was gonna say Daniel Ran, but Daniel Ran is the man who did this soundtrack for the Beyond Skyrim mod, Beyond Skyrim Bruma, which is actually longer and has more tracks than the original soundtrack, which both of which I recommend. Uh, If you need sleep tracks or focus tracks, Skyrim soundtrack can do it for you. I use it all the time, and it's great. Um, The reason I keep going back to it is not only the mod support, but just how many different things there is to do. But you can do all of it. You, uh, you of course, have the main quest, which is um, to defeat Alduin. And, sorry, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> I meant to say that at the top, but I didn't. There's, I have spoilers written in all caps at the top of the script, and I did not tell you. I am very sorry. But, yes, you can defeat the head dragon, or you can go and... Make money with the Thieves Guild, or you could go and kill people with the Dark Brotherhood and make money that way. Even though, even though I have my own quarrels with the Dark Brotherhood payment system and how it's not exactly up to snuff, um, and the quests at the end—I um, think it's called Dark Brotherhood Forever, where the Night Mother just calls you out of, out of nowhere—is so annoying. Because it's everywhere. It's like when you pick up Marita's beacon and Marita talks to you that one time, but it happens constantly. That's why you have to get that one quest and just leave it alone and never touch it because uh, it will just keep go- it's a ra- it's what's called a radiant quest if you've never played it. It just it just keeps repeating and generating random people to kill. And it doesn't pay that well. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, it doesn't pay well. <laughs> um there's also various ruins that you can delve into. Um ooh. one of the quests there There's a really annoying quest called No Stone Unturned. If you've played it, you know what it is, but I I feel like that's one of the better the better fetch quests. Because it makes you go all over Skyrim at, all, at pretty much all times, uh, there was a part where you did have to start the main quest line to get one of what were well, called stones in Um But... They actually patched that and changed it. Now it's in a cave under the Thalmor Embassy, which I did not know until I actually did the quest. Um... <laughs> and realized, oh no, I didn't need to do this. <laughs> but there is one that you, there is one quest line that you do need to start, and that is the College of Winterhold, which is the magic college. Uh, you need to get into the Archmage's quarters to get the stone of Berenzaya. And once you get, I, I believe there's 24, once you get all 24 stones, you can take them to Vex at the Thieves' Guild. And she will give you a quest marker for the crown itself, the crown of Barons Eye. If you've ever played Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, I believe uh, Barons Eye is actually alive, and you can. I, th- I believe there's quests for. I've I've played more. I've tried to play Morrowind. <laughs> I I can't. I can't. I just can't do it. It's it's so slow, and the fact that you have to map everything out yourself is extremely irritating. I, I get I get not having, like, landmarks marked, or, like, uh, specific paths or something, but give us some... Don't just give me a black screen and tell me to work with it, because it's just not gonna go well. I remember I made it to Balmora, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> I didn't even take any quests, because everything was so clunky, and just... It, it doesn't... It did not hold up. Some people might argue otherwise, some people might say it's a classic, some people might say it's the best Elder Scrolls in the series, which I highly disagree with, but that's their own opinion, and I respect it, but the the real reason that everybody keeps going back to Skyrim, I feel, anyway, is the mod support, both from Bethesda and the enormous modding community that there is, with... Skyrim, And even Oblivion. It, the, the Oblivion uh, modding community is still very much alive. Um, there's this one mod called Beyond Skyrim Bruma. That if you've never played it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Because it's basically a, a, a free DLC. There were times where I was playing Beyond Skyrim Bruma. And... Completely forgot that this is made by uh, a modding team. This is not made by Bethesda. This is this is made by a modding team, and it's. I don't want to say it's an order of magnitude better, but oh, it's God. damn close, uh, because the voice acting is second to none. Way better than well, I, I don't want to say way better than Bethesda's Skyrim, but it it really is way better. There's a lot more, like, passion in it. And there's a lot more... There's a lot of different voice actors. There, there, It's not just the handful of voice actors that Bethesda hired to make Skyrim. And, by extension, Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 3. Because they, they had the same problem with not having very many voice actors. Um, but... With that. The And I also mentioned this earlier with Daniel Rand's soundtrack being longer and I don't wanna it's not, it's not better than the original soundtrack because I don't think anything can top Jeremy Soul's Skyrim soundtrack. But it's 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 neck and neck with, with both of those soundtracks because it's really hard to wrap your head around once you play it that it is a mod and not DLC. Uh, a lot of there, you could compare it to maybe Castle Clockwork. I think it's called. I'm not sure. Um, it's kind of it's it's very story based. There's a whole, there's an entire story arc to it. Um, actually, there's multiple story arcs to it, and I believe they just updated it recently where. You could go to the player home from Oblivion. Uh, I haven't... I've been meaning to go there, but I haven't, because I think I don't... Well, I had to clear my cache, because that's one of the problems with Skyrim modding, is you can break it very easily. It's it's held together with with Elmer's glue and duct tape. Um... (laughs) But that's what makes it fun, because you don't you don't know whether it's going to work properly or not. You just launch the game and go, alright, let's see if this works, and it doesn't, and you're like, alright, let's go change something, and then it works, and you're like, yay! At least in my experience, but <laughs> experienced modders know what they're doing. Um, what is there to look forward to? I know the Beyond Skyrim team their end goal is to recreate the entirety of Tamriel in Skyrim's engine, which means High Rock, uh, Cyrodiil, the entirety of Cyrodiil, mind you. They have uh, the Imperial City in the works right now, but I there's no concrete release date for it, which means we it could be years. The... They're saying this entire project could take upwards of 20 years, and that was like five years ago. And so far, they've only come out with Beyond Skyrim and Bruma, which kind of disappoints me. But they did just drop a new trailer for, I believe, I believe Cyrodiil, the, I don't know if it was in the entirety. I have to rewatch it. It was a really nice trailer. And they have uh, another city coming as well. But... Another mod that I actually wanted to highlight here is True Storms. So if you play Skyrim and you get caught in a rainstorm or it's snowing out with the vanilla uh, weather system, it's very light. It's very non-intrusive. Uh, it it makes it so you could still have a conversation and not not be able to not hear anything. With True Storms. When you get caught in a snowstorm, it's a blizzard. It's very loud, and you can't you can't hear anything. You can't see much of anything. Uh, the rainstorms are a lot more intense. Um, it also modifies um, uh, the indoor sounds to where there it there's pitter patter of rain on the roof, and you can hear the thunder from outside. And it's not just with Skyrim. There's also one for Fallout Four as well, which I really like because they add different uh, different kinds of rad storms. But there's also a ton of lighting effects mods with with different shadow effects. Um, I, I think one that I had was EFLX, and I had the EFLX shadows as well. But the shadows are way too dark it made the caves impossible to see it Um, it just wasn't it wasn't fun it's it's not fun when you install a mod it darkens everything so you just have to crank the brightness anyway that's you shouldn't have to do that or use candlelight or mage light constantly even though I don't think you can use both at the same time which is dumb Candlelight is the one that follows you around. Mage Light is the one that you have to cast at, at like, a wall or some kind of object or something, which I never really found a use for. I'm going to be honest with you. It's, yeah, it it can be useful, but Candlelight is much more useful. Um, that is almost all I have on this right now. I will come up, I will come with a follow-up to this at some point. I'm not entirely sure. It did take me a little while to get this situated so i apologize if i'm cutting people short but uh that's all i have for today or at least right now anyway i might come back later with more but for now uh i'm gonna leave it here so thank you all for joining me and i will see you later